The tech industry is known to be male dominant with only 1.7% of the workforce being black women. So that means we experience a lot of biases, but that's not going to stop us from growing our career. Hi everybody, it's Samantha and Rizzle, and we're back with another episode that you don't want to miss on the Deeper Than Tech podcast, where we talk about how to grow our careers in the industry that was not designed with us in mind. We'll be diving deep into this topic, but before we do, if you're loving this podcast, make sure you go on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. In a previous episode, Rizelle talked to us about her experience of like wanting to leave tech. And the reason why was because of discrimination, biases, being treated differently on her team. But I let her explain it. Do you mind explaining to the people who haven't seen that episode uh, what you experienced? Yeah. So I was on the, a software engineering team at a startup and I did experience a lot of biases as a Black woman. I didn't really know that I was experiencing them. I thought, you know, this is just the way life is. But like examples of things or like people were like, oh, I know you're just trying so hard because you're a minority. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> so just, just weird things where like I wouldn't get as much investment in me to like learn different projects and stuff like that they would either give me like a really hard project and then be like you should have been able to do this just keep giving me easy ones and then I couldn't get a chance to grow whereas like maybe my my peers they had like someone sitting down with them and helping them and everyone was just letting me do my own thing and then not supporting me and then not identifying that's the reason I wasn't doing as well. They weren't setting me up to succeed. For somebody who may not see these signs, how do you know? Like I would like it probably took you a while to figure out, hey, they keep giving me easy projects. Like how how can somebody point that out to themselves? Yeah, honestly, I didn't realize that until like what we talked about in the last podcast is until talking with people. Like when I started talking with other people, there were people like, oh, I'm experiencing that too. Like they're being racist. I'm like, oh, I didn't even consider that. I just thought I was doing my job. Or other people being like, hmm, that shouldn't happen. When I get work, this is what happens for me, da, 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 da. So I think talking with other people really reveals a lot. What are some things that Black women can do to help reduce the bias against them? You know, I saw this question. I don't know if this is controversial, but I don't I don't know if it's our responsibility to change those those biases. Like, I think that's other people. They need to educate themselves and change those biases among themselves. I think like for me, one thing that does help us is if we continue to get into more senior roles and be more visible that way other like black women can see like oh this is like something that I can do and then that way non-black women will be like oh wow look at black women I guess but at the same time I really don't think that's on us like I think it's even hard for us to get into more senior positions and more visible positions if other people have biases about us like that's on them to reevaluate their own biases yeah I think it's definitely leadership thing to kind of solve isn't this we can't solve this right biases is going to happen no matter since we're six years six months old we start becoming biased and we're, we're taught it we're not like it's not within us but i think it starts with leadership they need to set a good example companies do have those bias trainings but you know most people don't actually watch those <laughs> they just like put them on the side and like do their other things another thing i would say is finding those allies because i know when i was trying to get my first promotion the only way I was able to get it is because I had support from other white men to support me through the process. I couldn't fight that on my own. I needed the help. So 
not about the I can do as one person, but like talking to leadership, making your issues known is key to helping reduce bias. It will never go away, but helping reduce it. Do you have any biases? Yeah. Everybody, you just said at six months old, (laughs) we develop biases. Everybody has biases. I think it, like you said, it happens from like learning it from like your parents and like your environment. And then you just end up having different privileges. So you don't realize like, oh, I'm privileged. The other people that don't have this privilege, I might be having a bias towards them. That's why I don't think that like when people say like, oh, you have white privilege or whatever, like that shouldn't be offensive. It should just be a time for you to like evaluate and be like, oh, how can I use this privilege to help other people? Why do I have this bias? Because the same happens for me, right? Like I have the privilege of having two educated parents or have the privilege of never like always having food to eat. I never went a day hungry. So maybe I won't understand all of those different experiences unless I talk to people and read books and like watch things and educate myself on like people who have different experiences than me. So I don't develop more biases or I can reduce the biases that I have. I also have a lot of biases. So I fill you on that one why is it important for people to be aware like what good is it going to do uh it's just gonna make you a better person (laughs) to be honest and like be able to relate to people like if you're thinking of it in a in a work sense if you want to do better at work and be able to communicate with people better and relate with people better those biases are messing you up you could be a manager and have a bias towards an employee and then now your team is not succeeding as well as they could have been because you had a bias against an employee so like just understanding where they're coming from can help you to grow can help your team to grow One of my favorite exercises to do is not use my mouse at all on like a website and just seeing the struggle that people have and like how some websites are terrible at navigating. I think that's very helpful to kind of put yourself into other people's shoes for a little bit, Um, even even though it's an hour, right? I mean, trying to navigate without my key, like without my mouse has taught me so much. Like I got to work on this accessibility thing. So it's important. I love that. Every software engineer should do that. Everybody needs to do it. Even if you're not in tech. Because I watched a video once about them like using like audio to like move through their site. Um, I think it was someone who is visually impaired. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like you have to be like reading each tweet, clicking the I'm like, wow, this is a lot. And they're doing that with just their like like speaking. I have never heard of this before. That is a new one for me. I didn't know. That's crazy. Okay. I like that. I'm going to have to try that one out. I wonder what, like, does Mac have that feature? I'm going to have to check it out. Because I know how to turn on the, the keyboard audio where they speak to you. A, what is it called? Do you remember what it's called? Yeah. Voice control or something. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. I wonder if Mac has the... The cat's always stepping on my keyboard and then it's like, oh, it turned on voice control. And then um, I know GitHub has a feature where you like speak to... It's like a spoken co-pilot feature. Like you speak to it and then it'll like write out the code for you. So there's different types of things like that. Yeah, that's cool. Isn't that like GPT-3 or something like that? That new thing that everybody was scared about? Like they're going to take our jobs? <laughs> it's Yeah, yeah. It's leveraging GPT-3. Everybody was so scared during that time. My job's going to be gone. But here we are today. (laughs) How can we get more Black women in tech? Okay. It's a it's an interesting problem because I honestly think right now black women want to be in tech. Some of the barriers are like finances and time because let's say you're a parent. So I think having more flexible ways of and free ways of learning 
Like I'm really into free coding boot camps. That's that's one way too. And then another thing is I actually think, like I said, since we're also a lot of us are interested, the thing is we're in there as like junior developers or maybe even mid-level, but we start to leave once we're like once it's getting to like the senior level, C suite and stuff like that. And I think we need more representation there and more retention there as well. And I think part of that is people being aware of like how they can best support us, how they can best mentor us and invest in us as well. I'm trying to think, I had another thought, but I'll, I'll I'll remember it afterwards. But I think I think some of those things on like retaining the people so that we'll have more representation, more role models, more people to look out for us that look like us, and then also trying to lower those barriers of getting into into tech because like to learn it, yes, you can learn online, self taught, but sometimes that's a struggle. And then boot camps cost a lot, and then college costs a lot. And it's a lot of investment in time as well. Yeah. And those interviews, mostly towards computer science degrees, when you want like maybe going to the FANG class, uh, FANG company. But I don't know algorithms. It's not what I do in my job. Like I don't study it. And that is also a barrier. Like education is also a barrier into a lot of different jobs. You talked about like mid-level and entry-level. Are you saying there's not enough Black women who have enough experience to be in these senior roles of why aren't we up in the C-suite? Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily experience. I think sometimes, like you said, like basically you said you had to like <laughs> get get an ally to help you get promoted. Like we don't always have allies with us. So we end up staying in that, that bubble and maybe we're getting tired of being there. Or like no one's investing in our career sometimes. Oh, there's also, I read a article like a while back about like the pet the threat threat thing that happens within black women like sometimes you'll join a company they infantilize you thinking like oh you're a baby this is all you know da 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 and then you start to show out you start to be bomb and then they start to feel threatened by you and want to keep you down a little bit more so i think some of those are the reasons why we're not reaching up to c-suite level yeah sometimes we just get tired <laughs> i'll be honest with you i i want to be staff that's my personality type type is to get to the next level but you know, I'm tired of fighting. I, I'm just, I'm okay with just staying right here because I have worked so hard, but I get so many roadblocks. So it's just like, yeah, that's why, that's why I think that that allyship and someone being invested in your career, it will just be easier. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's that hard for some other people to, to move up and continue their careers. Let's talk about moving up. Like, what are some things we can do to protect ourselves against these biases in tech so we can grow? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, I don't think I know the answer to that. I did like what you said earlier about like getting that allyship, but I don't I don't know if I know that answer to like how do we protect ourselves against biases. What are your thoughts? Don't worry about that because I looked this up beforehand. <laughs> I have a whole list of things that we can do to make sure that you protect yourself against biases. The number one thing is documentation. I know it's a lot of work to document things, but in the long run, it will pay off. Documenting your shout outs, documenting any incidents that happen, and documenting your feelings <laughs> at this time. A good way to do that is also email yourself so you have timestamps on things just in case like something ever happens, God forgive. So emailing yourself is a great way to keep documentation. Make sure that you have all your stuff together. So we always talked about you have to be, you have to do work three times better to still be behind. So make sure that you're always on your P's and Q's. Don't make, make sure that the performance is 
performance is an issue, just keep working hard. Make sure you speak up. Like the only person you're hurting is yourself. Make sure you find that ally, your manager, somebody to talk to because silence is not your friend and it won't change anything that's happening. Make sure you surround yourself with supporters, like we said, allies, or as people who have the same experiences as you in different races, always lending somebody else. There's ERGs that you can go to to talk to. There's Twitter, find people online that also have the same problems and find somebody who can help mentor you as well. And somebody, a mentor is somebody who coaches you on your career and find out, also find somebody who can sponsor you. A sponsor is a little bit different. A sponsor is somebody who always advocates for you when you're not in the room. So make sure you find two, three, 10, a hundred people who could be your mentor and your sponsor. How are those tips? I love those. And I, I feel like I do a lot of them. I was just not thinking of it. I liked, um, especially speaking up about yourself. I think a lot of times, all, all people, not just black women, but like even software engineers were like, I'll let my work speak for myself. And it's like, no, don't do that. Like at my team, I'll be like, guess what I just did, just did this. Cause they're, they're doing their own thing. They're not getting to notice all the work that I'm doing. So I'm like, just spoke here, just did this, just started this. So they know that I'm, you know, up to speed, but yeah, love the tips. Yet you are the best advocate for yourself. Just pushing out code is not going to get you anywhere. You actually, I hate to say this, but you actually have to build relationships and you can't just stay in your corner and code. You have to go out there. I'm such an introverted person that I'm like, oh, do I really have to do this? (laughs) So make sure you go promote yourself. Thank you so much again for joining us on another episode of the Deeper Than Tech podcast. Until next time. (laughs) 